You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. No matter the time or the season, we're open and available 24-7. Shouldn't your dealership be too? Carumba.com, the convenient online used vehicle marketplace. Register your independent dealership now. You're listening to Sonny's Monday Motivation here on LoudmouthRadio.com. Greetings, guys. It is Sonny, and you already know, I am prepared to give you guys a little bit of insight today, even if it is for just 10 or 15 good minutes, right? It's another Sunny's Monday Motivation, and today I'm going to get right to it because there's a lot of uh, conversation that's been had over the last few days with some things that have been going on in the public's eye, and it's ironic, I had been thinking about, um, you know, a lot of times I'll have my days prior to coming up into Monday to discuss, you know, to think about what I want to discuss and, you know, what comes to my mind, what comes to my heart, what am I dealing with that encourages me to speak on it, and so... Uh, there's been this consensus, uh, at least for me, over the last few months about choosing myself, choosing, you know, choosing you, and and, and what that means, and, and and how that essence of things and those kind of decisions can, you know, go across a, a range of medium of things that are maybe happening in your life around you, and may even be affecting other people in some form or fashion. But how do you continue to do that? in spite of what others uh, may have opinionation or thought processes behind, which they may not be aware of what could be your motivation or what is the driving force for you to make certain decisions. And um, it's also something that I think is a good time uh, to speak on in reference to somebody in the public that has been um, a lot of chatter the past few days, which is Deion Sanders, Coach Prime. Um, if, if you have not been uh, in the loop, uh, I will give you a little bit of an update in regards to him, too, in this process of this conversation because I think it, it gives an essence of what I'm speaking on in regards to just this topic of saying that um, there are times you have to make decisions that are um, not only affect you but maybe be totally for your own good, and others may object or they'll have something to say or they'll maybe feel uh, feel otherwise. And and it becomes one of those things that do you listen to all of that? Do you consider, you know, what do you consider in those processes when you have those real important pivots in your life that you need to make certain decisions? So um, Coach Prime, you know, Hall of Famer, uh, football and baseball player, uh, played for the Braves, for the Falcons, 49ers, the Cowboys, um, and most recently, He's been um, just killing it as a as a coach for Jacksonville State University, a HBCU in, in the state of Mississippi, and he just uh, made an incredible. Se- he's coming off an incredible season with the uh, the, the Jacksonville, excuse me, with the uh, Jackson State University football team, his team there, and, and and nobody at this point can can deny uh, Coach Prime's abilities as a coach. As a player, it has never been a question about his talent, uh, but he definitely has proven himself at, at the uh, collegiate level. He's been coaching football for a very long time. If you've watched or, or, or kept up with, with Deion Sanders, which I've, 
I've always kind of kept an ear in regards to Dion. He always was a a fun person to me. And, and even though I've never met Dion personally, um, just my observation of him over the years with his family, he's had reality shows with his family, with his ex-wife Pilar, their children, which um, if you know anything about his, his family, he has uh, two boys that are playing football with him right now. Uh, at the collegiate level, his daughter is also in college. She's a basketball player. I think she also may run track. Um, so this is an athletic family. And, you know, now uh, Dion has now um, have had a partner in uh, Tracy Edmonds. Um, and they've been together for some time. And she supports his endeavors. And he supports hers. And, and so as a family unit, um, he's uh, made such a, a phenomenal decision for uh, so many other uh, football players that have migrated to Jacksonville, uh, Jesus, excuse me, I keep saying Jacksonville, to Jackson State, uh, JSU, um, and, 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 and signed uh, scholastic scholarships and uh, athletic scholarships to play for the team there, transfer from other universities, definitely put, put J, uh, JSU on the map to be a contender to the point they've won a championship, they've won – their season's been just impeccable this year, um, in the last couple of seasons. And so he spent three years in that program building um, block by block, right, and and, and, and building a, a team and a legacy in Jackson, Mississippi, that nobody was paying attention to, you know. And, and so they took a chance on, on Prime, and, and guess what? He stepped up and showed up and did what he needed to do, right? Um He's been coaching his boys since they were coming through uh, AAU, and, you know, he, he was a powerhouse in Texas um, before he went over there to uh, start coaching for JSU. Now his boys are at a point of, um, you know, creating their own lanes. Um, they also are a representation of what, you know, as a father, um, which is something I wanted to talk on that I think a lot of people don't maybe think about is Deion Sanders is not just a coach. Uh, for JSU, he's also coaching his boys. He's also being a father and a guide and a, a, a leader to his family. And so um, recently there had been a lot of conversation being had about, you know, whether Deion Sanders would continue to stay at JSU or other teams were, you know, definitely courting him to come to their programs. And lo and behold, I believe that um, – during the course of the week, he uh, completed his season. The team came out on top for the tournaments and, and the championships. And then he announced that he is now taking a position with Colorado um, in, in, in Boulder to become the next coach for that program, to turn that program completely around, which had a horrific record. I want to say 1-11 or something like that. And um, they've been losing for quite some time, and it is a Pac-12 uh, you know, university um, you know, football program, uh, top dollar, top top program. You, you know, I had an opportunity to see a video of uh, Coach Prime and his family arriving in Colorado, looking at the campus, going through for the first time, and then uh, giving a warm reception for him to become the next coach. And, you know, um, the conversation of him leaving the program at JSU for uh, you know, the salary, I believe, three hundred to 500000 Not quite sure which one is it. Um, but even with that salary, he dedicated a lot of that salary to help that program get where he needed it to get to, right? And then um, 
he is now looking at a 29, I think $29.5 million uh, five-year program opportunity with, with, with Colorado. So he's looking at $5 million plus a year. And, um, you know, if, if you have just taken any time to, to, to watch or if you've been watching him, which I've been watching Dion probably just as much in his personal life over the last 10, 15 years, um, and his walk of his family and the things that he does in regards to the way he he handles himself. And he's been a consistent dude. And, and, and I think, um, you know, uh, right now in, in context, uh, there are quite a few people that are angry with him leaving the HBCU program, now going over to a Pac-12, and they're trying to use his words, motivation, whatever you want to say in regards to his decision against him because uh, they feel like he's lured so many Top recruit, uh, top recruiting uh, young men from other programs to sign with JSU, which they did. Um, but you think, you know, if we if we stop and think about it, um, these boys that came over from wherever they came from, or choices they made, they came into a program that was a winning culture that was created right before their eyes. So, did they lose anything, or did they gain everything to understand that you could take something from nothing? And, and make it be what you want it to be because you're dedicated and committed. You know, I think that there's a lot of conversation about Dion and how he spoke highly about putting HBCUs on the map and what what teams like the schools and teams like this can encounter if there's real support and recognition being put behind the program. Guess what? He proved his point. He got Under Armour, Michael Strahan, all kinds of programs that came in, supported and, and gave to this university. And, guys, I'm going to tell you something. Being a former professional athlete, being a former collegiate athlete, and, and going to different colleges, going to different schools, going to different programs, even high school, you know, um, being a female athlete in, 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 in compared to male athletes, the disparity, going between a, a state university versus um, a community university. I mean, there are so many vast differences of programs, right? And so, um, I, you know, I went to an art college. I went to SCAD, you know, and um, I was I, I, I dealt with the school on a university level of athletic, um, excuse me, a uh, academic scholarship that I had to maintain along with being a student athlete. And because our university was a independent program, and we were considered at the time when I was playing basketball there, NAIA program, we could actually schedule and play, you know, any team that wanted to align with us, which we had some amazing experiences. We played Ivy League schools. We played black colleges like Eric Waters. We played um, we played in-program gymnasiums. Like we, I remember we came out to California and played at Stanford. And um, and we played California uh, State at San Diego, and we played uh, in um, Marymount, you, you know, University of Tennessee. We played Smith College and you know, historic Smith College in 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 in, uh, in Massachusetts. So we had a very diverse experience, thanks to Richard Rowan, who was the president at the time of the Savannah College of Art and Design, who was a basketball lover. Who, who put forth his efforts to put a program in place for student athletes and um, art, artistic students to thrive in, in a dual environment. And I was privy to that opportunity 
while that program existed, the basketball program is no longer at the university. But because people felt enough um, belief and support in us that we had those opportunities to fly and to, to, to go to these different places and to see how different, how, how different things were at different places. You know, going to Stanford was such an experience to see uh, that university and, and the, um, you know, the locker rooms and the, 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 the campus. And I can't begin to tell you how amazing that experience was. And for us, you know, at the time we were, you know, if you know anything about Savannah, we played at the Civic Center. The Savannah Civic Center was our home court, which is still an amazing thing for a small universe, a small art university, um, a small art institute such as SCAD um, to, to, to provision for us. Um, so it was like my own little Madison Square Garden experience at, at a collegiate level playing in the Civic Center. It's such a, such a huge facility. Um, but we did not have a home gym. We did not have a a locker room that was, you know, dedicated to our space. We did not have a practice facility that was our own. You know, we, we I remember we, we would practice at the uh, JEA, which is the Jewish uh, Alliance Center in Savannah. That was where we, the, you know, a lot of our 5 a.m., 6 a.m. workouts took place. Um, because we had an, uh, we had a, a relationship built to allow us to be able to use their facilities as a practice facility. Uh, we used to run early in the morning in Forsyth Park, you know, when it was pitch black outside, um, during our preseason workouts. Um, I can remember going to the Armory in Savannah, and, and, and that was our practice facility, and we would scrimmage uh, military teams, other, you know, other Army teams, and and um, I remember playing and scrimmaging against Savannah State. When we would have opportunity to go to Savannah State's campus, we used to play Armstrong. So sometimes we'd go to Armstrong State University's campuses. Vast difference from Savannah State to Armstrong State, right there in the same city, right? And um, I, I think that, you know, I think that first let me just say to Deion Sanders, I want to congratulate him for such an achievement. And, he has given every bit of himself to that program. He committed to that program. He committed to the university. Knowing Dion, he made a promise to the to the staff of the university, to the president, before he you know accepted that position. What he wanted to do. Uh, if you know Dion Sanders, he's un, unapologetic about his about his 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 thoughts. He's committed to things that he says, and he likes to stand behind them and back them up. And I have a philosophy that I understand of the same that I, I can show you better than I can tell you. And I think that he has shown and proven himself. And I think that for, for, for me, I totally stand behind his decision. I think it's a wonderful decision. It's a wonderful achievement. And if you don't truly understand, take the time and just look, go to JSU's, look up anything you can about Jacksonville, Jackson State. University of Mississippi, and then also go and look at, there's a video online right now on YouTube of Deion Sanders uh, touring this facility. And you know what? Um, what Deion is doing is, is, is walking a path um, that's way deeper than what most people want to admit, and he is opening up doors and opportunities that may never come, um, it, you know, because you can't deny he is a black male athlete. He is a black male father. He is a black male coach, which he's He's defining the odds 
which is what he started with, H, with the HBCU, and put them on the map, made them a contender, show that a program like that could, 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 could elevate and be a powerhouse. Um, he's brought power-ranking recruits and people who are looking to, um, you know, scholastically and uh, academically and athletically come into an institution and, 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 and show that they have the ability to be trusted and believed in and, and that these programs can put money behind their their systems and, and know that these student athletes can, can soar, right? There's a whole class of young men that stood behind Deion Sanders each and every day on that football field that have no reason to hold their heads down. Now is the point where everybody's got a time to make some decisions, and I think there was something very important that was shared by his coaching staff, is that Deion can't be the only one. It, it, it takes a community. It takes a village um, to do this and to keep things going. You know, we'll have a tendency to try to keep somebody locked into something because that's what we want. But what about what you want? What about when you you have things that are uh, internally a conflict because you get to a point where you know you've gone the distance of what you needed to do? And then there's a time when you feel like you know that you need to do something differently. And even if it does not look like it's going to be easy to do or it does not look like it's going to necessarily be agreeable for those around you, but, you know, internally, you know you feel like it's time for you to do something differently. Now, I think that people are making it to be about, okay, the money. Let's be honest. Hell, yeah, the money matters. You know, you know this man uh, played and he has his money. He has whatever he's done and made those decisions in his life. He's also a person that wants to advance. You know, one of the things I think that people tend to do is that we try to hold people on to certain levels that we wouldn't even hold ourselves accountable for. And I feel like a lot of times in the public eye, people who are on public stages, yes, they've agreed to take to be extraordinary. They they made a decision to do something that the average person may or may not be able to successfully do. But that does not mean that they should not do the things necessary for themselves. That's what gets them to it. That's why he's prime. That's why he becomes coach prime. That's why he's Deion Sanders. That's why he's a Hall of Famer. That's why he is somebody who will always be recognized and respected because he has shown and proven himself time and time again. And I think that um, we need to learn how to mind our business in the sense that we can re respect somebody else's decisions when it comes to things. Does it make you feel some kind of way? It might. But look at the bigger picture, right? Look at the bigger picture. I tend to look at things on both sides of the equation, whether or not it benefits me. It may not always feel good. It may not always sound good. It may not always be the best interest. But for me, I do look at both sides. There's a coin that has two sides. Does the head mean more than the tail? Well, on the football field, they flip a coin to determine who's going to take possession of the ball, right? Does the coin have a lack because one side is the head, the other side is the tail? No, it doesn't. It's just a determining factor of which direction things are going to go. And, guys, if you live long enough, if you do enough to, 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 to make decisions and choices in your life, if you're, if you're working towards greater things in your life, this is going to be something that you're going to have to get accustomed to because it will start happening more than, than not. And that is achievement. That is, that is that stretch. That's that pull. That's that push. So these are the things that are real for each and every person. It's just that your level of dynamics is different. Are you a Hall of Famer? 
Have you done some of the things that Deion Sanders have done? Have you faced some of the things that he's faced? Have you made decisions that he's had to make over the years? I think the other thing dynamically that's so important about him right now is that he's also a father. He's coaching two boys that have an opportunity to be the next legacy in their families to go to the NFL. It ain't no secret. And if you think about it, if I brought my son into a program and he's been able to showcase his talents and is building him up, he's definitely a Heisman Trophy capable quarterback and my other son plays, you know, another position in defense. Listen, I can now go to a Pac-12. You don't think his boys are going to be a part of his decision? He is still a father. He's a coaching father. He's a coach dad, right? He's a coach dad. He's a coach dad to his boys, everybody else's sons who are trusted on that football field and practice fields with him and his staff. So there's an opportunity that still resonates, and there's still a responsibility that he has as a parent. You know, can I be mad at the men? No, I cannot. Colorado is cold as hell. So make a decision to go into a place like that from coming out. Not not to Jackson, Mississippi is a a whole lot to to run home and tell anybody to to make a a life-changing decision for, or is it? Because it's his decision. And maybe it, at the time it was his decision. And, and you know what? The other thing that, you know, that people are talking in reference to is his, uh, his way that he went about uh, bringing people and drawing people into the program. And guess what? He did exactly what he said he was going to do. Now, this is my thing. If you got something that you're doing and you believe in it, are you not going to speak in belief? Are you not going to speak with empowering words? Are you not going to be believing in yourself and believing in what your abilities are? You're damn right he should have been able to say what he said and say that he could do this and do that. And HBCUs have this capability because they do. He did not say that I'm supposed to stay here for the rest of my life and keep bringing these boys in and out of this program to prove that. So I going, you know, I'm on my soapbox about this because um, this is a prime example of how if we allow people to determine how we move and grow or stop and stand or, man, listen, I'm speaking from my own perspective. It will stifle you. It can build resentment. It can create obstacles. It can be life-changing. I'm coming out of that same equation personally, myself right now. And knowing how challenging it is, to recognize that there's a time for you to make a change. See, it's easy to, 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 to be comfortable. And, and this can be in a job. This can be in a relationship. This can be in a, a you know, in a, in just in a societal position. You know, you gained accustomability to your neighborhood. You know, you gotten accustomed to your car you drive. You gotten accustomed to the position that you're in. You know the, the 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 method and routine of things that you've been doing, but what happens when that job shuts down or lays you off? You got to switch it up, don't you? You got to make another choice, don't you? You know what happens when the bank decides they want to sell your mortgage to another bank, and and then that bank wants to drive your interest rates up, or or somebody comes into your area and buys starts buying up your block, and you have to move because they're forcing you to move. There's all types of things that's going to take place in this lifetime in our lives that will not allow you to just sit back and ride the wave, even when you don't want to. There are some people that don't do anything. They just exist. 
And, and, and if something steps in front of them, they just make a turn and keep going, but they're still walking the same dead steps that they're taking on a day-to-day -day basis. So what are you doing differently? Are you telling me that if you were given an opportunity to go from 300000 500000 to $5 million, that you would, no, I'm good over here. Really? Okay. Let's see how that works out. Now, I think um, there's a lot to be said here because we are in a society where conversations like this are being had constantly, you know, and um, I think that it's important that we are not uh, so judgmental and, 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 you know, putting so much pressure on folks to be and do something that we can't say that we, how we would even move in those kind of predicaments, right? Um, I just know that um, in my, even in my own walk right now, choosing, choosing you is a very important top priority thing that you have to remember to do because it's easy um, when you are compiled with other people and other places and things are, are contending upon you to stay in a certain position. And, man, guys, I tell you, it's not always the easiest thing to do. In moments like this, I can only imagine Dion's um, mindset when they came to him. And I, I can only imagine the love that he looked at those boys and the passion that he had looking at those boys. And, and I'm sure he's known for some time that it was going to be a big possibility or that a day like that would come. Because guess what? It's a level up. You know, he may decide to stay at the collegiate level. He may want to go to the professional level. But you know what also is happening here? How many black coaches are there at any of those leagues, at any of those stages and those platforms, you know, just worldwide? Take a look. There's opportunities on top of opportunities there, and I cannot be mad. I tip my hat to you, Dion. Coach Prime, do your thing. And anybody else out here today, this is Monday. It's a new week. It's a new start. Do what you need to do. Do what you need to do, man. Choose you. I'm telling you, give yourself permission to make a decision for yourself, man. Don't, don't harness the only in any way that anything is going to happen on other people's contentions. I promise you, you will live a life of disappointment. You know, so, um, yo, that's that's my piece. I think that um, I'll be curious to know what you got to say in regards to it because I know that this is a real topic of discussion in a lot of rooms right now. And um, I, I think I'm here for it, and, and, I'm, and I've been looking at people's uh, response and some of the conversations, very interesting. There's, a, there's even some people that are straight up angry at the man, and I'm just like, wow. Just imagine if that was your husband, your father, your brother, your sister, your uncle, your granddad, somebody that could make a life-changing decision for your family like that. Would you still tell him to sit still and sit back and stay? I'll wait. All right, y'all. Yep, you know, you know what I'm about to say. <laughs> I would have carried him on my shoulders and been like, let's go, right? Stand tall and proud with him, man. Okay, people, I'm going to let y'all know this is this is how I'm just going to wrap this up because I, I I think I said what I needed to say in regards to this, and, and I'm just uh, curious to see 
um, I'm, I'm excited for him, and I'm looking forward to seeing his first season in that program. Just and, and, and watch these athletes, man. They're gonna he's gonna pop Piper. And would would, would you not? Who is not gonna follow a winner? Who's not gonna follow a leader? Those are the people you should follow. Real leaders, real leadership. You know, real ethics, real real core. You know, real cool. You know, that he's not only coaching these boys on the football field, he is manning them up and getting them prepared for life and also trying to protect them from the things and elements that can take their life, that can challenge their lives, that can change the dynamics of how they live, be and do. So, man, let them, get that man his flowers, bro, and get out the way. $30.7 million small businesses in the U.S., creating 1.5 million jobs annually. Small business accounts for 64% of new job creation in the U.S. There's strength in numbers. No matter what we face, know that there's strength in us. Because of you, we're able, we're capable, we're resilient, and we are available because we are small business. And together, we're the economy. You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.